Hey, welcome to Street Fight. It is Brian. I am here again, like I am every week. Gotta start the show out real quick. I want to bring this up just because before I, I have Josiah Hughes here. Hi from Blink 155. Podcast. What's up? Yeah, what's hey. up? I got to bring this up before me and you get into goofing around. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I got a I got a message from somebody Friday, I guess. Oh, that was a Friday message. <laughs> I thought I got it today. And I was like responding. I go into my message request folders like that's my like I don't always go in there. So every couple weeks I go in and answer all those messages so the people are like i I, this was 10 days ago i'm not even fucking thinking about you anymore (laughs) so i went in and and uh uh i was talking to somebody in there that works at kroger and he said hey dude i don't know if you heard the kroger columbus division of ufcw local 1059 just voted 81 percent to authorize a strike so kroger has a month to bring a better offer they're striking there's like 12,000 people in this division. And uh, apparently Kroger left the table because that's what places like that do. <laughs> uh, and uh, posted job ads for scabs and started training managers on how to work the store. So I want to say this first. When we used to tour, we went to Boston and their big grocery store went on strike. And uh, while we were there, it was just a lucky situation. Not a lucky. I mean, nobody wants to go on strike. But for us, it was like, oh, well, yeah, we'll stop by the picket line and say hi to people. Because we knew a lot of the people. We know a lot of the people in, like, the, the labor movement and shit like that. We got there. And, like, there weren't that many strikers outside, you know? Because I think if you get a day off work, you just take it most people you know like i don't think i would be i just saw the columbus teacher strike happen and i was walking by them and i was like i would be the worst fucking union guy because if you told me i didn't have to go to work it's just like when i worked at at the cable company right like the guy my my boss was like hey brian uh we're having a softball game against the uh contractors the it's in-house versus contractors and i was like uh, he's like you want to come after work friday and i was like no i have friends i do not want to go (laughs) (laughs) why would you do that like i I, (laughs) oh my god that's you know i you mentioned the message request folder um Mm -hmm. mine has been primarily like death threats for the last few weeks Related to labor issues, I don't know if you saw this, Brian, but uh, I posted these Starbucks drink hacks that I found on Facebook a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, and uh, like, so for people who don't know me, one of my favorite things to do is just like join every Facebook group that crosses. Oh, I path. did that, Josiah. I did that for like the first five years of Street Fight, and it fucked my brain up. So I had to stop doing it, <laughs> dude. I mean, like. Mommy Facebook groups. I'm in like uh, real men wear short shorts. I'm in like (laughs) line cook memes, anything, any and every subject. Now I'm really into like uh, meme groups from India and different countries in Africa, all their memes. I'm just all I'm I'm going full. I want to see every meme that's created. Uh, But I got all of these. I got all of these uh, Starbucks 
it's called Starbeads Drink Hacks. I, I'm sure some people know about this already, uh, but I, I got all these Starbeads Drink Hacks, and it's like, I'm just going to find it real quick because uh, I got to remember. Uh, Gringotts Dragon is one of the names of the drinks. Rasputin's Daily Drink. It's basically like all of these extremely fucked up Starbucks orders. I'm sending it to you on Twitter right now, the post, in case you haven't seen it. Um, I just wrote FYI. And I shared these images of like how to order like the special Harry Potter themed drink or how to order this like fucked up extra caramel drizzle. But there was like 50 of them. So it's a full thread. I just wrote FYI. Um, and people want to kill me because they feel so badly for the Starbucks workers who have to make these uh, Starbucks <laughs> drinks. Everybody wants to kill me. And then I they, they just started assuming that I was a bad tipper. So I really leaned into that and started replying to people <laughs> that I don't tip. And, uh, you know, tipping is more for table service, stuff like that. But, I mean, this was, you know, a few weeks ago. And even to this day, I have about 10, 10 message requests. I deserve to be lied to. I deserve to be spat on. I deserve, and the actual um, Starbucks union page had also, like, quote tweeted it so to oh, be like this is why we need to be paid more so i think indirectly i helped the starbucks uh organize <laughs> the workers yeah. to organize <laughs> i did i'll say i'll say this i came on here one time and fucking lost my mind because i saw like a really long uh starbucks order and i was just like just Make your own. I think I yelled, make your own coffee. So I probably should have yelled at you too. I didn't catch it. <laughs> That's well, a lot of people have said that. Though a lot of people have said either make that yourself or you deserve to have it spit in, or some variation of you should kill yourself, the worker should kill yourself, the worker should be allowed to kill you. Just very like violent uh, fantasies because I said <laughs> FYI about these colorful Starbucks drinks. It's funny. But, it's so funny when you like. It's so funny when you post something that you think is like very obviously you fucking around <laughs> and then like you don't realize sometimes that like that if that thing gets fucking you know 25 retweets it's getting out of your circle. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> you know? Exactly. But I think it's also because I have a blue check and I know blue blue checks are the most hated they're one yeah. of the most persecuted groups in America, I think, right now is blue checks. So um, <laughs> that's why people just want to hate on a blue check. And I'm willing to be the blue check. I'm kind of just a honeypot. For the, if you want to hate on a blue check, come to my page. You know, send me death threats. Whatever you need to do to feel better, I, I'm here for it. It's no problem. My uh, it's Josiah H. Hughes on Twitter. <laughs> you want to send him death threats? He's he's open to it. I'm game. Yeah. Let's I'm really testing the limits cuz I thought if you send a death threat to a blue check, you're like more likely to get suspended, but I think everyone's doing fine. One of my friends was like jokingly sending death threats about this and I think 10 hour suspension for that. So, we'll see. Let's test it. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, like a month ago, I think it was, or two months. This might be two months. I'm like glory days guy from trolling. Um, an MMA fighter posted something about Rage Against the Machine. Like he was like mad at Rage Against the Machine or something like that. And I just replied like, you're right, man. I hate it when these guys sing about politics or something like that. It was just. Yeah, dude, so that was so good. <laughs> people were mad at me for two fucking weeks because I said that. And it's just like, 
they can click because here's what i do if i see something and it makes me really fucking mad i click it and read the replies because a you lot see of like times, you see oh felix follows this guy oh he's talking to don hughes all the time he must be <laughs> you know it's pretty easy exactly exactly <laughs> and i just look at it and i'm like it's fucking it, i don't know it, it's they're fucking around but even if those people follow the person the other thing that i do is like if they're replying i think if you're replying when you're when you're doing something like that, then you know they're fucking around to like, if you're replying <laughs> to the people and saying stuff like, well, I think one person said it's I, like, I tricked a guy by saying, he said, it's a troll. And I said, this is not a troll. Uh, I don't troll because I don't like liars. <laughs> and uh, the guy was like, Oh my God, it's not a troll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, f I mean, it's, it's, the thing is, it's the kind of uh, situation where if you were more mature and had more self-control, you'd be like, oh, this method of humor is too out of hand now because everyone falls for everything. Unfortunately, that's just encouraged me like way more to keep going. Uh, this, the same week as the Starbies one, I had tweeted because it was the day the queen died. And I said, before you share that Smith song about the queen please Google Morrissey problematic in quotation marks. <laughs> and everyone was freaking out about that. So I had everyone in my mentions yelling at me about cancel culture and that, and then the Starbeast thing all at once. Um, and then now every once in a while, like they'll start replying to another post to yell at me. About, and I don't know if it's about Morrissey or Starbucks. Or, I mean, everyone needs to just calm down really. Yeah. I think <laughs> but, funny. But the, the best is like, my Twitter profile picture is me wearing Juggalo makeup from when I went to see Ice-T at the uh, special Juggalo weekend in Calgary, Alberta. Um, so I, I have, I'm literally wearing clown makeup in my profile picture and people will quote tweet me with my profile picture to somehow dunk on me that I'm a clown. Like I know that that's my, I, I know that's my, yeah. I chose I'm that. I'm goofing around, <laughs> Jesus. My daughter, it's really funny. My, like my daughter got into the Smiths like a couple years ago she was just like i don't know how how she got into it because i mean everybody knows i have terrible taste in music i'm not listening to the smiths <laughs> that's I, why I, she's rebelling <laughs> against you by not listening to disturbed or whatever <laughs> yeah oh you know what josiah because we have uh, david draymond is here in two days in oh, columbus shit performing oh my god i walk by the venue every single day <laughs> And I'm just like, how can I get him <laughs> to hang out with me for a Dude, little bit? You know, like I, I had, I, I don't think I've ever said this into a mic before, so I got to look it up. I got the David Draymond follow back when he was back on Twitter. I got the follow back and we had just done the POD cast talking about the disturbed doc Incredible and I documentary. And I said to him, What's up, David? Welcome back to Twitter, January 12th, 2022, in the DMs. He sent me a prayer emoji. I said, do you ever go on podcasts? And he said, very rarely. And I said, kind of a weird one, and no sweat if you're not interested, but some friends of mine host a show called Blocked Party, where guys talk about times they've been blocked by someone on Twitter. One of the hosts is a huge new metal fan. I know he'd love to have you on. Uh, so I'd, I, I thought I'd relay the message. Tony Hawk has done the podcast, too. Um, and then he unfollowed me and never wrote back again. So, <laughs> yeah. I tried. I'm doing my part to bring David into your circle, but uh, he's so funny that I mean he has 
honestly the worst politics in the world. Like when you follow him, you're like, I don't know, dude, why are you doing like, why are you doing this? You're you've, already, fucking... you've already like gotten away with making the worst new metal imaginable yeah. and become rich from it. And you're still going to be retweeting all this shit. It's crazy. I know. I just, I listen, if I get whatever, let's just say he has $2 million, right? If, <laughs> yeah. But he probably has more. That's me. Like he must be just, like CD era, right? So that's probably. Oh yeah. His net worth is supposedly eight mil. I don't know how off those are, but you know, still. I yeah, just. Maybe. I don't think I would be posting about politics if I had eight million dollars <laughs> because it doesn't invite any. Like you look at his post and and like the ones about politics, no interaction, none at all. And like he doesn't post about anything else. I don't even know why he's on Twitter. Really, I, I don't know. Who I are the get... there's twenty six thousand people following. Who even like what kind of person is a disturbed fan and a Twitter user? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> These must be bots. That's yeah. So weird. I wonder if it's just people because he, he retweets Zionist stuff like all day. Oh long. yeah. Or nonstop. If, it, if it's not Zionist stuff. It's fucking cancel culture stuff. That's all he does. Like, I would never, you know, I would never, if I had $8 million, I would never utter the word cancel culture for the rest of my life. So do you think that, what's the what's the financial level where cancel culture is important? I think you're right. $8 million is kind of a nice mid-ground. Maybe if you get higher up or way lower, or do you think, what's the, what's the uh, class that cares the most about cancel culture? Oh, that is, I mean, it's because it, you look at a guy like, like Joe Rogan, who really, really cares about cancel culture, but has a hundred million dollars. I mean, probably he has more than a hundred because he doesn't just get the Spotify money. Yeah. He has, he has a hundred million dollars plus whatever bunch of money he had from the stuff. I would first of all, quit the podcast because it's so much heartache i okay the thing i've never really listened to joe rogan i don't really have a dog in the fight i know that people are really mad at him probably for good reason what i love about it people are mad about like that he interviews anti-vaxxers or whatever he has like bad sketch he lets everyone talk or whatever people are mad at him about everyone's missing the point that he's like Every indie band that makes three cents a year from Spotify, he's taking all of that money. That's <laughs> so good. I think that makes him a hero in my books. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he's like, he, I don't know, uh, like his, he's he's a comedian, but he's like not super funny. Like he's one of those guys that's like, uh, isn't it? Cr I heard I was listening to something today with him in it. Uh and he's he was saying in the thing, we're all made of carbon. We're made of all of the same stuff as the stars. And that's like kind of what he is. Like he's, he's, you just want to feel like you're having a sleepover when you're yeah. 13. Or, or he's like, we're all monkeys. You know, we're all like animals, like monkeys. And that's, <laughs> you know, we're the same. We're not different and stuff like that. And it's just like. I, I don't know. Monkeys never built buildings, though. I will say <laughs> they did write Shakespeare, I think. I'm pretty That's sure true. they did do that. So but it was it's so like I I I feel like the people that are listening are stupid enough to 
believe some of this stuff and it is like the most popular podcast i guess i don't know uh but when i listen to it it's so boring like i get depressed when i have when when like anthony cumia is on joe rogan and i have to fucking listen to it i'm like god damn it joe like that's what bums me out anytime one of my guys shows up on a show i don't like that (laughs) fucking bums me yeah of course of course but i I wonder i wonder if david draymond like so he's never he said rarely about going on has he ever been on a podcast david draymond Uh, how how would you even search that there are there is like a whole ecosystem of heavy metal uh interview podcasts that that i've watched a lot of i i'll tell you this josiah i know something that you would actually like i think oh yeah please uh so on youtube and i've played clips on this show of this uh uh on youtube sully from godsmack has (laughs) a podcast called hometown sessions and it didn't last long i think there's only like 15 episodes but he interviews people and it is the worst interviews you've ever heard in your life like he's not funny he has i wonder if i i might even still have some of sully's hometown sessions where he's like he's like oh man uh uh what he listened to a heavy metal band called i think it's the who h-u though they're like okay um, the throat singers they're it's like a, a chinese throat singer thing and um he interviews them and or he's interviewing a guy that turns him kobe dick from papa roach turned him on to these guys right and he plays a clip of the audio and the guy like i said he's doing throat singing it's not like it's not like uh uh what traditionally would be you know good singing in america and he comes back and fucking Sully's like, sounds like he ate a, a breakfast burrito and uh, got <laughs> diarrhea or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's trying to tell jokes. You know? Oh, no. Like, I'm, like it's like a cultural thing. It's like sort of like a. <laughs> he tries to do jokes. He's the least fucking funny guy. I perfect. That oh, my so God. Perfect. Hometown Sessions with Sully Erna is truly one of the fucking weirdest things i've ever uh uh gotten myself in like way into um i even cut a lot of the audio just because like um i have a mini series podcast i do about butt rock which i feel like a kind of today has been a good day for me because my divorce court parking lot uh, it's off your playlist. playlist is good and it's a lot of that you know um right. So, uh, yeah. How do you define how do you define butt rock? I feel like different people have different definitions. So it, I define it as like I don't. I think of it as like a divorced guy kind of music, I guess. And I defined it from the '80s on, right? Okay. So like uh, the '80s, it was hair metal. It's basically what the the radio plays because the the term butt rock isn't it doesn't have anything to do with but it does and i'd been hearing it for years and um i had i had ended up finding out 
that uh, it stands for what? Nothing but rock, oh, right? Okay. So the radio stations that say nothing but rock are are butt rock. That's what they are. Um, so that's that's how I define it. Oh, oh my God! I got it! I got it, Josiah! I found it! <laughs> I got the Jacoby Shaddix uh, interview. I am so excited for this. Yeah, I think you're really gonna like it. I think the listeners will definitely love it. A get to hear again, and that this hasn't made it on the free show anyway. We're on the free show, uh, so it's uh, it's time for people to hear this. This is like one of the worst things. Uh, all right, I'm moving. Holy I can't shit. believe I found it. I I can't believe it's no one's deleted it yet. It, it 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 isn't it's weird because he says a lot of things and then he's like oh they'll probably get me for the cancel culture or something like that <laughs> i mean his, that would be one case where cancel culture would probably do a good thing too <laughs> all right let me share the screen here we'll get the audio rolling it's really something i think you would love this podcast uh this is episode Dude, I, 9 I can't wait I'm going to go Here we go. <laughs> and families are like, this is actually really cool. And like, so I switched from madness to radness on that. Yeah, it was, it was fun, man. It was a good time, dude. Plus my, my son's a drummer. So the kid behind me in the video, that's him rocking ah. on the drums, dude. Oh, he right gets on. It, man. That's He's awesome. been playing since he was two. Wow. He's a ripper. Yeah. Right on. Oh man. So, okay. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to get into another one. Now this one, dude, right. I, I, I got to tell you. I got to stop it real quick and let you know one thing. This is a, a bit called madness or radness. And <laughs> madness means it's bad. Radness means it's good. So he's okay. going through and he's doing madness or radness. <laughs> I'm going to let the fans decide whether this is rad or fucking mad. Cause I can't, right. I can't get a gauge on it. I've heard about these fucking guys, but I, until I seen it, I didn't know you did a collaboration. So intelligent. All right, can we please Nothing. roll the next clip? I think I, I think I know what's coming. Oh yeah. Wait, you gotta just hear this dude. So that's not that weird really compared to like, I mean, if you're comparing it to other metal, it doesn't even sound that fucking weird to me. That's true. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> so here he goes. Do his voice. Right here. Here we go. Right you hear that, dude? Holy oh, shit. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. Dude. That sounds like that sounds like my ass in the morning after like oh half a bottle of whiskey and some refried beans and Mexican food. <laughs> 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 you compared it to your ass? That's yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. Dude, <laughs> I, I, also, I feel like Jacoby has been like turning red because he's like Oh fuck! I'm gonna have to try to still stay homies with this guy while not <laughs> while trying to keep some distance. You can see uh, something tearing apart inside of him. I love that he says uh, that. Sounds like my ass <laughs> after a bottle of whiskey 
and some refried beans and some Mexican food or something. <laughs> and, and prior to that, Jacoby was like, he was he was saying, "Oh yeah, it's traditional Mongolian." And the guy like shushed him to be like, oh, "Just listen to this part." <laughs> I think there's a little more here. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. It's, is it good? Is it? I don't. I don't know what to think of it. It's, it's, I've never heard them before. Yeah, these are my guys, man. So they're called the Who. They're from Mongolia. And um, this guy I know discovered them online, found this video, and was just super into it. And so he brought it to 11.7 and, and they signed the group and out. looking for collaborators to bring like, you know, kind of how to meld rock music with this traditional Mongolian rock thing. And, you know, <laughs> wait, I'm wait, but is there such a thing as Mongolian rock or is it a Mongolian? You just heard it. That's it? Is that's, that what they do with their voices? Is it like a Mongolian voice thing? Well, no. it's it's a trick. <laughs> okay. Hey. Uh, I I think Sully deserves probably a lot more hate than he's gotten for this video. <laughs> First, I want to make that clear. I don't stand with Sully. I don't agree with his flippant and downright offensive exoticization, uh, if that's a word, of this other culture. However, I am very tired of the faux intellectual, faux academic uh, rock frontman, and I do like that this guy's just admitting that he's a stupid fucking moron, and that's <laughs> like, I think that's kind of refreshing in a way. No one's like, it "Oh, is- did you know Sully has a PhD?" Like fucking the Offspring guy or whatever. Like it's just yeah. he's just a stupid moron. Like yeah, that's it. <laughs> it is. It's true. He's so dumb, and like he's. I think the thing I like about him is this is from 2020, right? Like this is early. He launched this podcast in during the beginning of quarantine and just, he was another guy that was like, I just need something to do. And, uh, I admire him for doing comedy. It, it, <laughs> like, that's the thing that like got me. It's like, Oh my God. Like I know, you know, there's an old hack line about how all comedians want to be musicians and all musicians want to be comedians. But like that line is hack, but it is true 100%. And this guy can't do either of them, really. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's totally true. We really, I, I mean, look, I was in a band for like two months. We covered, uh, we cut. Co- what did we cover? We covered Trapped. We Downfall by Trust Company. We covered uh, Glycerine by Bush. Was this Bush. recently? No, this is this is it, it's way long time ago. It we did. I have offered though. Uh, a lot of our our listeners are people who uh, are into like hardcore and stuff like that. And I've right. said I would I would sing in a hardcore band if somebody was just like you know coming through columbus and they were like uh uh you know we need like a, somebody a to cover or something well you, yeah what would, just what do would a nice cover? cover i don't know any hardcore so that yeah. would be like except for minor <laughs> threat i'd have to do minor threat i guess because that's the <laughs> only real hardcore that i know and i didn't even discover them until like three years ago you never got into like hate breed or something. I feel like they're kind of white trash enough to be technically new metal, probably. No, I hate hate breed. And you know what might have happened though with hate breed? Jamie Josta being on MTV. Mm-hmm. Because I I was I come from the days where like P 
people on MTV are bad. You know what I mean? Like I was oh, at, true. I, I've told you this, I think, but I was at Woodstock 99 <laughs> and uh, I was like sitting out there and I was yelling. I was one of the guys yelling at the MTV guys. I yelled at John <laughs> Norris. And uh, I also, so this, so uh, Dimebag Daryl got shot in Columbus um, at a venue that I go to a lot that honestly, Do you I have got an alibi for that night. I, <laughs> I, I got a free ticket. To the show, you murder Brian. They should, they should. (laughs) I got a free ticket to the show, but it was damage plan. And uh, I looked up damage plan and I was like, no, I'm not. I've I've seen Pantera, I don't need to see fucking damage plan. There's their lead singer's name is Bob Zilla. I'm not like gonna go see damage plan. And then he got killed that night. So two nights later or the next night, maybe they did a vigil outside of the venue. And I was like this big Pantera fan for a period of time. So I was like, I'm going to go to the vigil, you know, and pay my respects <laughs> to, to die back. <laughs> so, That's so sick. I did. I did. I really did. I was like somber. I had a candle and all that stuff. I was like kind of just standing around smoking cigarettes with all the other Pantera guys and like all the news stations there, their satellite trucks were all across the street. And um, Gideon Yago was there from MTV. And uh, I was part of a group of people that were really not nice to him. <laughs> saying, Get out of here. You're not fucking welcome here. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my god. Well, the on like so you introduced it as Blink 155, which it used to be. Now it's just 155 because we ran out of Blink 182 songs. For the last two months, we've been talking about Fugazi every week. And it's really bringing back that anti-MTV, like merch is bad, you know, all that kind of like that gen it's so quaint now, that kind of Gen X shit about how corporations yeah. are bad and all that stuff. I mean, I get it, but I also love buying items. You know, I mean, owning items yeah. is so fun. So it's also weird when you, when you are kind of trying to, when you're trying to like work in like entertainment or anything like that, like, uh, or show business or whatever this is. And like, you then remember all the times you like yelled at people for selling <laughs> out while yeah. you're thinking like, man, if, I, I don't know if I'd be able to say no if someone offered me a commercial. <laughs> Seriously. I, I'm in my late 30s now, and I'm realizing the reason I was so against selling out is just because I wasn't good enough to sell. I mean, I've, I've spent the last 10 years trying to sell it, and I just can't do it. So I, I think that's the real thing. <laughs> I'm just not good enough. <laughs> it's weird because, like, I remember – God, it would have had I, – I don't remember. when Maybe 2014 or 2015, Kurt Vile. Uh, licensed a song to a bank commercial and uh and i think it was like one of the evil banks and we were all still super mad at the banks at that time that was like (laughs) occupy wall street era and shit and um he was like people started calling him out for it like you a fucking bank commercial kurt vile what the hell you know they're all mad and on twitter he just posted like I never really cared about that stuff. And like, it just went away. People were just like, Genius. I mean, that is true. I like having money. I like how you said it was one of the bad banks. I mean, I don't know. What are the good ones? <laughs> well, I think it was like, I think it was one of the ones that was in 
the financial crisis like right. heavy like and it was maybe it was bank of america i think it might have been bank of america but like i just i i i've seen this stuff happen now and i've seen people i know accused of like selling out and uh you know i've even had people uh, like we couldn't get to our email box for a while um the one for the website and uh the uh, Brett, who I used to do the podcast with one time, got in there somehow. I don't even know how he ended up getting in. And uh, he started clicking through the emails, and there were just countless people calling us sellouts. It was <laughs> fucking crazy. And we've never done a commercial on this show ever, like any kind of a commercial. And uh, it, it's almost like... This show is almost aggressively against making money. It's like a right. miracle. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I've had the, also just the things that people say. I mean, I get that we're in your brain all, all day. If you listen to one of our podcasts, we've become kind of your imaginary friend. But the but why are you so mean to your imaginary friend sometimes? I mean, there was a guy. So my big sellout thing was for all of when we talked about Blink-182 songs every week. We never had pop screens. In fact, we just kind of used handheld mics. There's a lot of pop, pop, pop sounds. This dude like was obsessed with it and had a fucking deep meltdown in my thing because he was like, I'm an audio producer and I can help you. And I'm like, yo, I'm fine. And then he just kind of lost it. We had, like It was like a hilarious meltdown about a pop screen. So our big sellout move when we switched to talk about other songs, as you'll see right here, I got a pop screen. That's my big sellout move was just buying a pop screen. <laughs> and, and then, you know, but then we're like, oh, we're going to do pandering season. We're just going to talk about like the most popular punk and emo songs right now. We're going to talk about My Chemical Romance for Sunk. We're going to, and we call it pandering season. Clearly self-aware, self-deprecating. And people are like, oh, they're really trying to pander now, aren't they? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what we called it. That's the joke. It's just like, it's crazy. It is. It is. I, I mean, I don't mind. Like, I I haven't done. So I have in the next month. I can't. I still can't say the date because they will not announce it. But I do know it's happening. I have. We have a, a TV show and a uh, documentary coming out about us, which really good timing for that. <laughs> I'll tell you. Could use that about five six years ago. Um, but we got this stuff coming out and like. The, the the people that are releasing it means TV were like, uh, hey, we have a cut of the show. Do you want to watch it? And I said, no, I don't <laughs> because I'm afraid of what people are going to say about us. Like it's like putting yourself out there because podcasting is such a uh, uh, easy thing to do. It's like a uh, it's improv basically i know and with so many people with, would be so upset to admit like, even when someone told me that i was doing improv a few years ago my friend miles and i was like "Ooh, that hurts but yeah. it's true it's true once you, you sit with it for a second you're like god damn it i'm in an improv it goes, troupe. It goes away too i think the thing that makes me feel good about like the improv thing is that like it's so temporary like that i, I that's it's what true. i've decided to teach myself is like <laughs> yeah. okay 
like what I said last week has no bearing on the guy that I am this week. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. People tell me stuff I said like three weeks ago that I went back on and I'm like, I don't know, man. I I guess I can't. Not my fault. Yeah. Yeah, Your fault for listening, bro. (laughs) I don't remember anything I said. So I got another song here uh, that I wanted to play. And uh, this has to absolutely 100% be, uh, you know what we should do real quick, though? Remember the device? Uh, didn't we watch a bunch of those? The de- Oh, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> I was going to say watch David Draymond answering what the songs by his side project <laughs> are about, but I swear we did that once. Um, but I did get a song from this guy that like really irritates I don't know why he makes me mad out of all of the like right wing dipshits because I think it has to be that I know, I know he's making, I know this guy is making a lot of money. Like I just, because he's one of those YouTube guys, his clip. Okay. So maybe not. Cause he has a clip from May, 2022 and it has 615,000 views, which is way more than anything I do. I'm not, but, and he's got 760,000 subscribers. His name is Buddy Brown. Buddy Brown. And he's one of those fucking right-wing guys that writes his own songs. And I got to tell you, I have never, I I guess the only right-wing guy that I think has written good songs is uh, uh, Morrissey, maybe. He wrote a few (laughs) good songs. I was, I was like really struggling. <laughs> Google Buddy Brown problematic before we before we play this, you know, just, just to be oh, sure. <laughs> believe me, it's the Buddy Brown uh, truck sessions is what we're gonna <laughs> listen to. Uh, this guy sits in the back of an expensive pickup truck, and he sings songs every week. He, I guess, oh comes up God. with a new song, and uh, it's kind of country music, um, but it's also <laughs> like. A lot of times these right-wing guys are doing like almost like a a, a Weird Al. The songs Weird Al did that weren't uh, parody songs. Like the the other songs on the The album that nobody cared about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they always sound like sing-songy and nursery rhyme shit. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these conservative guys that are just like i write funny songs and put like the laughing emoji in the title of the song this is perfect perfect this is a song called biden's disinformation board and uh and check this out it's gonna be great i love this i love like that is the new thing to do to right-wing people is like it used to be when you're fucking with right wing people, what I would do is call them racist because they are racist, but they don't like being called racist. So you just like what you're saying is racist, and then they get fucking mad about it, and then uh, uh, you're like, okay, whatever. Uh, but now I just tell them it's disinformation. Everything's just because it drives them fucking up the wall. <laughs> Stop. It's like it's like college educated way of saying fake news, I guess. Maybe it is. Like it is, but if highbrow, if, if you say disinformation to a conservative, they will fucking lose their mind for some reason. <laughs> and I mean, the funny thing is, like everything they do is 
disinformation. Like <laughs> they spread so much like disinformation, you know, like about the vaccine stuff. Just that really oh, was yeah. crazy to me. Dude, that's <laughs> that's so fucked. I did not see it coming at all. I did. I thought, you know, the day or like, you know, the day we went into to quarantine and they were like, uh, uh, well, we got to figure it out. You know, we, uh, we get a vaccine and then we'll be able to get our lives back and stuff like that. Like, I thought for like a month that people were going to be like, you know, we're going to stay home and we're going to get a <laughs> vaccine and everything's going to be great. And we're all going to be better afterwards. And then a month in when people started like protesting outside of doctor's houses, I was like, nope, <laughs> nobody's going to take that fucking thing. It's, it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They ain't fucking taking that vaccine. I mean, I think the right wing people that that was less surprising to me. It was like, I guess I, I never really pieced together how crazy like wellness people are. You know, I knew oh. that like, you know, all the like drinking green juices and whatnot of course yeah that's you know it's a little out there to be eating raw and all that stuff but i never predicted that they would also be the ones who are like just selling all of their belongings and disappearing because of the vaccine mandates like that happened a lot in canada people would just be like oh my neighbor's just gone now forever because they were told they'd have to wear a mask in the coffee shop or whatever. now they had they, they end up in texas just or florida they all moved to like because i follow jim brewer a lot who, okay. uh is a comedian that that was on uh half-baked and he moved to florida and uh he thinks the covid thing is fake actually he thinks the whole fucking thing's fake which is right. that's the wildest one like a lot of times <laughs> a, a lot of times they're like i think the vaccine is bad for me or something right. like that uh I don't feel like there's a huge amount of people that think that the whole thing was fake. It wasn't real. <laughs> it's all a hol everything outside my window is a hologram right now. <laughs> so uh here he, he sets them up too. You're gonna hear Oh my god. Um everybody's going to hear how every guy I went to high school with talks. <laughs> this is really what you're about to hear here we go Rook sessions what's going on everybody go ahead and hit like right now if you'd like to make george orwell fiction again see it's already i just <laughs> <laughs> so like a guy like this when he's like you know having dinner privately with his family does he just have like a very sort of prim and proper quiet voice like this is a character right that he's doing when he talks or i don't I don't know. I, what else? What? George? Or he sounds like a like a Disneyland uh, <laughs> character, like or like an animatronic bear. Somewhere. Well, yeah, a lot of these guys are like, like they're like small business owners. They're not like people are always like these fucking hillbillies uh, uh, that that you know won't take the vaccine, won't do this, won't do that. Like they're not like the kind of hillbillies that like I grew up with. Like they're like a different kind. Like they're not like poor and right. like is trying to get by. They're like these guys that like own jet ski dealerships and fucking are putting on an act. Cause this guy is sitting in the back of a pickup truck. Uh, couldn't be cleaner. 
Like he just. I, although, is that wearing. some kind of like? I'm getting Whole Foods vibes from that juice that's behind him. What <laughs> that's in that? Arizona. I oh, okay, it is Arizona. Arizona. Okay, all right. I was worried it was some kind of bougie drink that I would buy. He uh, probably does drink kombucha. <laughs> I mean, that's the new right. The new conservative movement. They drink kombucha now. That's scary, dude. That's, yeah, <laughs> they're invincible. <laughs> I drank kombucha for like a short period of time, and uh, I, I I just was like, I can't do this anymore. It's not <laughs> it's not for me. Uh, here he goes. He's going to tell some more jokes. Make Orwell fiction again is a fucking t-shirt. Like I've seen the fucking t-shirt, dude. <laughs> Guy that doesn't, un- I love guy that doesn't understand books. Yeah, it's so good. Or has only ever heard of 1984 is the only ha- one. Has never read it either. The- yeah. I'm willing to bet this guy has never read 1984. Dude, I remember there was this terrible reality show in the early 2000s. Speaking of MTV, this is the MySpace era. There was a, or no, it was, maybe it was to work at Rolling Stone. It was like all these people signed up to work like they're competing to get a job at Rolling Stone. How fucking low stakes of a prize <laughs> is that? But one of the contestants, like I, I looked them all up on MySpace because whenever I watch any reality show, I always like stalk everyone. I find house hunters, people on LinkedIn and see, you know, I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with my brain, but I found one of the girls on the show and she said, said that her favorite, one of her favorite books was 1982. <laughs> I was like, is that, a, is that a prequel or something? <laughs> <laughs> things weren't as bad in 82 yeah exactly. i just i i do think like these guys are never opened up to it but my so uh i have a nephew that went to a christian college Let's and go. uh he was like it, when he was like 22 or something like that i was still on facebook and he posted something about feminism and <laughs> critical theory now I graduated college as in sociology. Like I, I, I have, I know the theory, all the theory. I, I have read it all, and um, I responded to him and said, uh, "So, like, what feminist theory have you read?" And he blocked me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to tell you, I hate since. to tell you, Brian, he won. He won yeah. that debate. So. <laughs> I haven't talked to him since that day. Like he was so fucking mad about me just even saying like, where is your, cause I think I said something like, like, where are you coming up with this? Like, <laughs> where is the idea coming to you? Here's more buddy Brown. What's up? Uh... Good Lord. When I heard that uh, Biden was go ahead and starting up his board of disinformation I jumped on that faster than a crackhead snatching up some loose change. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy so much. Like, I that swear to God, he's mad. like, he's like, don't worry, the log ride's gonna be ready for you in about thirty minutes from this point. Just stay within the ropes. Like it's just like that kind of talk. He's Dude, so I, clean. For I the hate listeners. People, I fucking hate when people talk about crackhead. When your punchline is yeah. the word crackhead, I want to fucking knock your teeth out. Like that's so it annoying. Is, as bad number one it's like i it, it's not a thing anymore crackhead and money right. you know what i mean True. and the other thing like is everyone, like, the new, now it's people who are addicted to their phones is the real uh that's true thing. that's true it's like the meth thing right like when something happens that's kind of like fast 
they'll be like, whoa, that that thing's acting like it's on meth. And you're like, oh, yeah, or, or on steroids. <laughs> like on when steroids. people go. So good. Or on acid also is another classic. Yes. If you're like a cool, if you're trying to seem cool, you'll say that something seems like it's on acid for sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is like, this is like uh, uh, the Godfather on acid. You're like, okay. I don't know what that means. I've done a lot of acid. So here you go. he's going to start singing here. I also, he said, I, I, I thought I, when Biden's gonna go ahead and make a uh, make a disinformation board, and like when he said that, that's that's how my grandpa talked. Like <laughs> this guy talks like my grandpa, um, and I don't even live yeah. in Texas. Maybe maybe I'll learn, but I mean, what what's what does he even mean? What's it? What's it? What is an information board? Is he talking about like? dialing the operator or something or it seems to me that biden said maybe like joe biden by the way not doing a fucking thing about covid at all since okay, first of all office. who's who's joe biden <laughs> <laughs> but he's not he he hasn't done like anything about covid in a very long fucking time or whatever and like uh i assume that this is Joe Biden said we need a board to to stop disinformation about the vaccine from from uh, uh, being proper. Okay, gotcha, him, gotcha. Right, but he didn't do it. You know, like <laughs> didn't get done, and it <laughs> doesn't matter at all. Like it's like a thing that was mentioned once that everyone <laughs> forgot about. But this guy's like, uh, methinks the inspiration has struck. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, this is just 1984 rebranded again from the Ministry like of that. Truth. Y'all remember that? Oh yeah, I remember. I remember it again. I remember. <laughs> so He's done good. everything I hate in in 24 <laughs> seconds. He's done everything that bothers me. Telling this joke a second time is just like. You know, like the Ministry of Truth in the book 1984 by George Orwell. <laughs> You're not going to believe this, but this song sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Really? <laughs> At any rate, I think if we're going to have a brand new board, we need to have a brand new theme song. A redneck angel landed up on my shoulder and whispered the words to this song. Hope y'all enjoy it. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, you didn't listen to the redneck devil. Using a capo. Yes, I know that people who play guitar have gotten mad at me for saying this before. I play guitar too, and I understand if you want to do like the baby chords higher up because you don't you didn't bother learning bar chords because you're too much of a wimp. I understand the need for it, but to me, that's that's soft. If I was like a a toxic masculine right wing <laughs> guy, I would definitely think it's like super gay to use a capo. Like, <laughs> I feel like. There ain't no way I'm having another, basically having another set of hands on your fretboard. That's, that's us. That's I odd. didn't even realize what capos were. Not yeah. a lot of, not a lot of cool people use them. Uh, none of the people I listen to use no. them. So of course. Yeah. I mean, exactly. It's just, it's a, it's, it's a sign that he's a wuss and he has a weak index finger in my opinion. So <laughs> 
Don't talk about the laptop. Be scared of climate change. Don't talk about Afghanistan. Don't talk about Ukraine. Just get your news from TikTok or maybe CNN. Okay. First of all, there's <laughs> a lot. There's so much already. <laughs> yeah. People, these fucking young people are getting their news from TikTok and CNN. <laughs> I mean, also, do right do right wing guys care about Ukraine or when they no. talk about Ukraine? Like that's that seems like a false, uh, he a straw well, man, if you will. I talked about this with Matt Chrisman last week, and there is, I I don't think about this like all the time, but like I think that we should, like, in the interest of fair fairness. We should give the people who think everything is a distraction a news channel so we can know what we're being distracted from. <laughs> like, that's all I would watch on TV is if, like, the, those, the dumbasses who are like, you're not paying attention to the right stuff. Like I seeing what the stuff is. Yeah, what, like, let them, let, let them each have, you know, like you're having different guest hosts on your show. Yeah. Let, Every one of these guys, you get one week of you decide what goes on the news. I think that would be a great idea, you know, <laughs> rotating guys or it's even let girls do it, too. I don't care. Yeah, it's weird, though, because, like, I can never figure it out. What what are the things you're supposed to be doing on? Like, what are the things you're supposed to be doing on the news? Like, there's a pandemic. So the news is talking about the vaccine <laughs> and they're having doctors come on and talk about the vaccine because that is the fucking news. That right. is what's happening. I, I currently. Mean, it, it affects more people directly than the, you mentioned the laptop. He's very upset about the laptop as well. That was laptop. the first thing he mentioned was the laptop. They are obsessed with that fucking laptop. Just and there's nothing on it, you know? They're like, "Oh my god, uh, a guy was <laughs> was like taking pictures of his dick." That's fucking crazy, you know? <laughs> They're so obsessed with that laptop. There's nothing on the fucking laptop. I can guarantee there's nothing on that laptop. I mean, there could be some some nasty stuff on there, but I don't think there's anything that you could put Maybe some Hunter malware. Biden. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of adware. Some, they, he's being tracked, you know? Here we go. Don't do your own research. The truth is what I say it is. Cause we're from the government and we're here to help. Hey, follow the hey, Whoa, where did that hey come from? That was cool. <laughs> you know, it is interesting because when we first started watching this, I noticed that his voice was almost like too good in a yeah. way for yeah. So it seems like Dude, that's he's doing so it sad. Both. He's lip syncing. He's yep. he recorded it and he's lip syncing. He's not even playing it live. I know. Oh, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like made this little song and then drove out to the woods and set up his little tripod or whatever. That's so 100%. Sad. I feel so bad for him. He didn't even get a million 100%. views. 100% he's at a metro park by the way. Like <laughs> this guy lives in this guy lives in an apartment like in in the city or in the suburbs or something. I mean, like I think it's like a really good scam. But that's <laughs> one thing I'll say. Like the right-wing grifters uh smart 
in a way they're they're fucking idiots but they're they're like appealing to the dumbest people on the planet but like people if you just say like hunter biden in the laptop there's a certain amount of people that are just going to like follow you to the ends of the earth it's true i mean that's the, do you think i wonder about the people who are just getting into the grift now it must be too late the space must be full of people it's like you know, it's like this is like their NFTs or whatever, where like you, if you didn't get into it right away, it's too late. I remember when the 2016 election was happening and uh, I went to both. OK, I got to I got to be clear here. I did not go to the conventions, but I went to Cleveland with Matt and uh, I went to Philadelphia for the Democratic convention with like all the Chapo guys, Stefan Heck, Rob Wisman, like a bunch of fucking people. We were all there. We're all there hanging out, running around town. And um, it was like all of the grifters were there. Like you were fucking, I stood in an audience <laughs> while Alex Jones gave a speech and brought Diamond and Silk out to oh, do yeah. like the whole thing. Like Milo was, Milo was fucking there. Tucker Carlson was like, I was there with all of the guys and like <laughs> it really just looked like they were having so much fun and it's sad it, the thing is like most of these people made money milo not so much he's he's broke <laughs> and pretending he's he's broke and he says he was he's straight now um but like i was just in shock of of like the the sheer amount and like that if you wanted to be a part of the thing, that was when you had to do it. You had to be there 2016. But yeah. I do think, I do think after Joe Biden won the election, some spots opened up. I True. Think. I mean, you, you don't want to be the guy who it's like, you know, late 2022 and you're just learning about 100 Gex now. Like, that's kind of like how it feels, you know, it's kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when this guy, I mean, that's the thing. There are guys like this all over. There's Amiri King, which is somebody who just nobody knows who he, I mean, well, people know who he is, but like, he's just doing this thing that like a few people, like your grandpa can, like my father-in-law probably loves this song and right. send it. He, like what he does is he's on Facebook and he goes to the messenger app and then he just types in everybody he cares about and sends them stuff like this. So, and, uh, I, you know, I, I dropped the, uh, just to get an understanding of how well this guy's doing, I dropped that I know about capos. I'm not really a gearhead, but I do know about music. I'm looking up this guitar that he's playing on no. Sweetwater. And it, I think that guitar is worth approximately three grand. I think. <laughs> So. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they're just fucking cosplayers, man. Like, they, yeah, it's funny, too, because they used to cosplay as troops, which right. is a thing that gets you. It, it's a thing that gets you, like, uh, 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 stuff. Like, you can, you know, you go to the fucking Golden Corral and they, they let you eat for 15% off. Like, like I understand... <laughs> The actual stealing valor, because I'm sure it feels really good oh, yeah. to have to be a troop. And and I'll tell you what, I used to go to whenever we go to a thing, and they tell all the veterans to stand up. That happens a lot 
in the United States. They'll say, all the veterans stand up and be recognized. I'll stand up. And it really does fucking feel, it feels good. Like my wife's all mad at me. She's like, sit the fuck down. And I'm like, I don't stand up. See how it feels. And it feels good. Like everybody's That's looking at you like, damn, you, you're really killing it, man. Thank you for what you did. <laughs> I so get good. that feeling. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> but I get that feeling. Now cosplaying as just a regular, like, oh, I'm just a regular Joe. You know, I'm a not Joe because this is Joe Biden. But I, this guy is just like I'm a I'm just a regular guy. And buddy, buddy. There's no way his name is actually Buddy Brown. Also, no, nope. it can't. No be. fucking way. No <laughs> fucking way. I I wonder if he's touring because I know JP Sears tours, and he's like a a, a right wing guy that like sort of lost his mind during COVID. And uh, he tours and does like comedy clubs. And and from all accounts, uh, I've spoken to people that work at the comedy club he did in Seattle. And they said uh, the audience didn't like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if this guy's on the road, like with Aaron Lewis or so. Aaron Lewis should take this guy on the road. I think oh. from Stain. Okay, give me some more of this song. I need to hear more of this song. The money leads straight down the hill. We lie to your face, act like you don't have a clue. We're living in D.C. We're called the Ministry of Truth. <laughs> Once again, again with it. And also, like, in the middle of the screen, it's telling you to subscribe, like, halfway through the song. Like, how, how long are you going to do it, man? That's selling out to me. Like subscribe also, it doesn't now. even say subscribe. It says subscribed. True, like, true. What does that mean? <laughs> well, if you hit the button, you'll be subscribed. Okay. <laughs> if you can buy a politician, make him look insane, then you can buy a scientist exactly the same way. Which okay, I don't understand that. <laughs> If you can buy a politician and make him look insane, you can buy. I don't know what that part is about. I'm trying to figure buy, out. Is he saying maybe is he do you think that he is that a Trump thing? I guess. But that doesn't seem like like because Trump wasn't bought to them. That's why they like Trump, because you can't buy him because. I guess if you have a bunch of money, you don't want any more money. <laughs> I always he does, hated that. He has a recent video called if the FBI raided a redneck's house instead of Trump. So uh, that doesn't tell instead me instead of Trump <laughs> in the parenthetical instead of Trump. God, we'll, we'll fucking figure it out, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's mega. I found It's definitely not an anti-Trump thing to say bought a politician. So, I, I, yeah, I don't know what that means, really. I um, guess it's like because he says make him look insane. Really, what he's saying is Dr. Fauci is mm -hmm. bought by the, I guess the fucking pharmaceutical companies. Which it's like I hate to fucking tell you, dude, but they all are bought by the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. There isn't one that's not. <laughs> you think Trump fucking like helped the pharmaceutical company? What was that? The, well, that's the thing about these kind of songs is like it it does feel like they're just 
you can hear that he pre-recorded it so he could lip sync in his truck like a big boy. But at the same time, <laughs> it sounds like he's making it up as he goes along. Like, like it doesn't – it's so clumsily written that there's just – the lines don't match up. Make it all about 1984 then, you know? Make it more references to – I can't remember that book very well. But, you know, Ministry of Love. Well, neither can he. He doesn't remember <laughs> that book, I don't yeah. think. I think all he knows is the one – he knows the one thing, the Ministry of Truth. Because I'm sure if you go to, like, conservative Reddit or Facebook – there were people that day being like, this is kind of like the freaking ministry of truth here. <laughs> right. Well, I guess because the other main reference is like Big Brother, but they're probably, you know, the reality show kind of stole that. So it doesn't really <laughs> count anymore. <laughs> yeah. There we go. It's 1984. The truth is what I say it is. Because we're from the government and we're here to help. Hey, follow the money. He sat down for two minutes and 55 seconds and lip synced <laughs> and pretended to play the guitar for this video. <laughs> I don't know how much you make from monetizing YouTube videos because I don't, you know, ever get it. 600,000 views but like I I wonder how it's like a lot of these things I always wonder how much money they're actually making like are there Buddy Brown fans and uh, is it more than 150 people <laughs> like if I went <laughs> it, like if, if there was a conservative let's say Trump came to town and gave a speech if I went and asked everybody in line if they know who Buddy Brown is, would anybody have any idea who he is? I mean, it's kind of, it almost sounds like a fake name that you'd make up if you were trying to infiltrate a, a group that was trying to steal someone's identity. So you might, <laughs> you might ask someone, do you know Buddy Brown, and then end up accidentally you know, being involved in an orgy or some sort of other <laughs> you know, tough secret club so yeah sinking freely straight down the hill we lie to your face act like you don't have a clue we're living in dc we're called the ministry of truth another verse hey. baby <laughs> another verse we buy all the networks put them all up for sale okay i heard that line earlier when i listened to this and i want to take that apart we buy all the networks and put them all up for sale. I don't <laughs> have any fucking idea what that means. I also think I'm starting to think that this kind of version of, you know, satire where you're singing, we are the government, we do this. It's kind of toothless. He, he's not willing to point his finger at someone else. He, instead, he has to pretend to be them and do a sort of snarky imitation because he doesn't have the balls to just say, you're doing this stuff. Well, so, that is, I'll tell you this, because you're Canadian, you might not. That's a Ronald Reagan, uh, when he was president, said the worst words you can ever hear is we're from the government and we're here to help. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what so, he's doing. So he's mixing references. So he can't even keep, like, that's, does he think, was Ronald Reagan president in 1984? He, is that what he, he thinks? He was actually. Is that why he he's was, confused? <laughs> so he was actually president in 1984. But again, He's quoting a Reagan thing, and I'm so confused by the we bought all the networks and put them up for sale. Because, like, I it is bad that few people own the networks, but 
but they're yeah. also like not selling them. I don't know what that is. It it like it feels like it's like a, a something he some TV show he likes got canceled or something. Is really what it sounds like. To me. <laughs> he's he's mad about some fucking TV show. <laughs> yeah, I mean even if we were to be really generous and say we bought all the networks, put them up for the sale, he's talking about we're selling the news to the pharmaceutical companies so that they can, uh, you know, whatever. However, the people who are doing this are already owned by the pharmaceutical companies in his metaphor. So how does that make sense? The pharmaceutical companies are selling themselves a network. They're way better with money than that. So that doesn't yeah. make sense. But I don't want a TV network anyway, buddy. Come yeah. on, man. Have you, don't you watch Succession, bro? It's all about uh... <laughs> <laughs> only that, uh, Josiah. But I watch industry. Oh, so... my wife watches that. <laughs> I just started it this week, and it's uh, uh, I don't know, whatever. It's it seems confusing. It looks like it was shot on an iPhone too, kind of. And it makes you not like you, like if you're not in the financial industry, like. The the all I think about when I watch it is why would anybody want to work here? Like other <laughs> yeah. than money, but it's like there's other things you can do for fucking money. I don't get why somebody would want to like work in a bank like that or or whatever it is. I don't even know what they're doing there. It's so I, confusing. Yeah, I watched the fucking documentary last night, and they were uh, uh, it was about some German company, and they kept saying the short sellers did it and then so like they go we're going to explain what a short seller is and they said they bet against a stock going so they bet that the stock is going to go down right. somehow and i could not fucking figure out how they <laughs> make money off of that <laughs> it's like it's like when people talk about the wolf of wall street i'm like i have no idea i know that he's bad and that you like him because he's like swaggy in a bad he's a bad guy I don't know what happened in that movie. I don't know what's going on. Or the big short. Like, what the fuck was that? Why can't oh, you just make Step Brothers again? You know? The big short. Oh, those Adam McKay movies, dude. <laughs> so oh, my bad. God. I like, there was, they did one, he did one that was uh, 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 one of those politics movies that he loves to do now. Oh, but it was also good when he did uh, the, Mark, the Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell one. That yeah, movie slay. That movie is so fucking Dude, funny. Michael Keaton constantly talking about TLC songs without realizing it. That's that's such a good <laughs> recurring bit in that movie. Yeah, and it's like this is that is like you did it, man. You made the like you did the thing where you made the funny movie that said something politically, and everybody's having a good time, you know. And yeah, I feel just, like I feel like as soon as the credits of that movie rolled, and it started showing what are now on everyone's yeah. Instagram story style infographics that was that exact moment is when his career ended when he's like when once you go Instagram infographics there's no coming back from that shit right it was so yeah it was like we're gonna just show a bunch of graphs and then people liked the movie and uh even liked that part of the movie I remember I, I remember mm -hmm. being like oh that's really cool that he did that you know um I don't think anybody watched it in the end you know yeah. like who fucking watches that who would watch that ever but then he's like i'm gonna do the big short i'm gonna do i don't know i've watched that movie about the earth blowing up or whatever dude that was so bad oh my god that was so bad 
Uh, and and the worst part is, by doing all these movies and becoming so pretentious, he's he hurt Will Ferrell's feelings. They had like a, I know, and that's like not cool. I don't know. I'm sure Will Ferrell <laughs> probably sucks too. He's probably just another rich guy. But I don't. But I my idea of him, he should not have his feelings hurt. He should be no. Hugged. I love him. Yeah, I wish he would make more fucking movies. Like yeah. I watched the Eurovision one he did, which I don't understand Eurovision at all. Like. <laughs> Every year, like more people are like, uh, "Yeah, I'm, uh, this Eurovision's like really fucking good this year." And I'm like, "When did that happen?" Like, it, I yeah, don't, I know. I all understand. of a sudden, everyone's <laughs> yeah. talking about that. Now people are talking about F1. I feel like this is all your fault for being like a wrestling guy. Once the wrestling oh, guys no, wrestling took over, normal. Yeah, but once that started, everyone's like, oh, "I'm gonna find some." Oh, I'm into fucking ping pong now or whatever. You know, it's like, yeah, hey, get out of here with this. Shit. Well, the wrestling, the wrestling thing, though. I to be fair, a lot of the people that watch wrestling have liked it since they were like, like I've been True. watching it since I was like eight. You know what I mean? I didn't just pick up this thing and be like, oh, I love this now. This is my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, like I grew exactly. up and nobody watched any of that stuff. Nobody watched. I, I understand like people like soccer and I get it that it's like a thing that people enjoy. I just don't remember when people got up on Saturday morning to watch fucking soccer. I don't know <laughs> yeah, world I'm day. coming from. There must be some like secret pretentious group chat where they decide the next thing that they're going to get into. Cause um, I'm okay. That's one of the reasons like I, you know, I, I will sometimes talk shit about the, uh, 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 mcu movies and stuff like that but i understand i know why people like them in in yeah. their mind it's like oh i read you know i read endless amounts of this stuff i want to see those stories happen in a movie and uh i'm totally like okay that's great that's fucking you know right uh exactly. have fun maybe not all the movies have to be that it's like where my complaint comes in <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but like, and with wrestling, it's that too. It's like I was watching that shit when I was so young, and and I just fucking can't get out Wait, of it. You know, you know what's my one is this is my thing that uh, people will always lose respect for me when I tell them this. But I watch New Simpsons for that reason, and I know it's bad, and I know that everyone hates it, and I know whatever. I like, I just like going back to that world and seeing it in yeah. HD poking around. And you know what? I'm allowed. Leave me alone it, about it. It's allowed to make you feel you're like allowed to have some things that like make you feel good. I don't have a ton of those. I just have <laughs> wrestling. Like yeah. other than that, everything is like, everything is like, I'm trying to be an adult all the, like I fucking spend my whole life trying to be grown up. <laughs> You know, like I'm yeah. a fucking adult man. Okay. I don't fucking put, but wrestling for some reason, but yeah, people did, people have gotten way into it lately. And the F1 thing, uh, Brett, you got really into it there for a bit, but he was kind of there before it became a huge thing. And right. now it's like, it's just like, everybody's watching it and I see it and I'm like, I don't fucking understand this. Like, I, I guess like I watched the Netflix show for a little bit to because I like watching like shows about things I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I'm looking, I'm so if somebody can help me with this, I'm looking for a cricket documentary 
so that I can watch it and try to understand cricket. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. I watch this stuff and I'm like, do I understand this? No, (laughs) not at all. But I'm enjoying it. (laughs) More buddy here. God forbid the people ever think for themselves. Cause we're from the government and we're here to help. Follow the money. Don't repeat the chorus. Down to hell. Well, repeat the chorus in a comedy song. I mean, that's like if unless you're adding new jokes, it's it's a generic placeholder chorus. We don't need you to repeat it. You know what? That is really good. Like, there's a few (laughs) rules for a funny song. That's one. And uh, uh, what what's the other one? Uh, Don't shoehorn anything. Like. I will give him the credit that nothing got shoehorned in to this song. I mean, <laughs> the politics and everything about it, but I'm saying like there were no words that didn't rhyme that he sort of shoehorned in to make rhyme. You know, that's true. I also I've noticed. I mean, there's still 40 seconds left. I, I've what I've noticed through all my Facebook groups is like basically anyone who is even from right wing to centrist, maybe even a little bit left pretty much anyone who's not funny in the world thinks it's funny to say the phrase only fans. And he hasn't done that yet, but I think that's the one thing that I don't think most people even know what it is, but just saying the phrase only fans is funny to them. So I'm surprised a, he hasn't done that yet. It's a freaking, this guy's on only fans, a freaking <laughs> only fans fan, right? He's spending money to, to see bills. naked ladies. Oh, you're gonna have to oh fix the uh, deficit. You're gonna have to make a Joe Biden OnlyFans account. <laughs> I actually in God, I I don't. It would have had to been 2018 or something. Uh, I uh, uh, we were on tour and we we were in L.A. and we did a podcast that was very strange but very fun. Girls Chat was what it was called, and it, it was in fucking sane like it was just one of those podcasts where they try to make the guests feel really uncomfortable and they really succeeded at it (laughs) and we were in their house so but um one of the parts of the podcast where i was talking about how i don't take my shoes off until it's time for bed and then they asked me you know let me see your feet and they showed me i showed them my feet and they were like you could make money with those feet so like (laughs) There was a period of time in 2018 where I was like, I'm going to start an OnlyFans. If people pay $40 to see my feet, then I'm fucking willing yeah. to show my feet, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I know. I want to see your feet. I'll pay. <laughs> They're not great. <laughs> I, I mean, I walk like, so I wear my shoes all day and I walk. I mean, today I walked, uh, let me look here, 30, mm, 13.93 miles today I walked. And uh, um, my feet are like tight in my shoes. So they just look pristine, you know, very clean. So we'll get through the rest of this song here, I think. I think if he's just doing a chorus, we'll stop. You lie to your face, act like you don't have a clue. We're living in D.C., we're called the Ministry of Truth. We're living in D.C., we're called the Ministry of Truth. He's going to ask us to subscribe again, I bet. Oh. Hope y'all enjoyed that song. Be sure to subscribe because every time you do, seven liberals wet the bed and ruin their sheets that night. We don't know how it happens, but we follow the science. <laughs> so y'all be sure to subscribe. Y'all be good. Mm, I hope that guy died. <laughs> <laughs>
Wait, wait. First of all, I think that if you are an adult who owns or has access to laundering facilities, I think you could probably save your sheets if you wet the bed, couldn't you? I mean, is yeah. it really that big of a deal? And anybody who drinks has wet the bed. That's not like like a crazy thing but you know he's trying to probably sell sheets too i wonder <laughs> if buddy brown has a podcast <laughs> right. yeah. never even considered that like I, I i mean his lip syncing i didn't know he was lip syncing until we we watched this one because i have i have seen some buddy brown videos i think we've played one on here before uh you can see uh bad week for uh, it's recommending four songs here and uh, one is Bad Week for Snowflakes. It's got <laughs> Elon Musk in the Twitter symbol, and it, which that's funny because Elon Musk didn't end up getting Twitter. Um, he's the president now, baby, and he don't even know his name, uh, Joe Biden. And then they're going to put tampons in the boys' room, uh, which is, I think, a smoking in the boys' room situation. Oh, and uh, <laughs> Empty Shelves Joe. <laughs> Oh no. That's Buddy Brown. I am so obsessed with like guys like this. Like the the extremely like this guy hasn't worked a a hard day's work in his life. Yeah, he probably has like smooth hands. Look at that clean truck. I just when you look at that truck, it is as clean as a truck could ever be. There has never been like wood or dirt. In the back of that truck, even seriously, once. dude. That and that guitar, like I'm telling you, that's an expensive guitar. As soon as, <laughs> you, see phrase, guitar. As, soon as you say Gibson Studio on anything, you know that you, someone could pay their rent for quite a while if they got their hands on that uh, guitar. And so that was incredible. I'm glad I could show you some uh, uh, Sully. Um, uh, believe me, you would dig that. That podcast is so bad. Like I, I showed you the tip. <laughs> the tip of the iceberg one one that i can recommend to you one thing i can recommend if you ever decide to uh kind of d- deep dive into that find the ones without guests because oh, then yeah. he's doing what we are doing he's doing like a podcast <laughs> podcast with a bunch of the dumbest fucking people in the world and just uh, he'll say something i think i was listening to one one time and he said uh uh i went to get tacos and uh, I went to, I was talking to one of the guys, I, I went to a taco restaurant, I was talking to one of the guys in the kitchen that works there, is a Mexican, don't try to cancel me, he really <laughs> was Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. He doesn't know what can get you canceled. He doesn't <laughs> understand the name of, of another race. Is like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know anything. He's so <laughs> stupid. He is like David Draymond if David Draymond didn't pretend to be smart. You know, because David yeah. Draymond, like the thing about David Draymond that that makes me happy is that like my favorite type of person is. A uh, guy that thinks he's like unearned confidence, like guys like with like, act, how to. He's like acting like an intellectual. He's like an yeah. alien who learned mannerisms from a college professor, but never learned it. Read a book or something. It's also funny because, like, you know, I I don't 
find that like college professors and stuff like that, even they don't, some of them do. I'm sure when they go to their dinners or whatever, they're all like <laughs> trying to outsmart everybody. But like guys like that, that, that like are doing, I'm an, in, I'm a public intellectual thing that are in a heavy metal band. Uh, it, it's such a weird fucking type of guy. Like you don't, you just can't imagine like how it happened in a way where it's like, why is the disturbed guy? I mean, he did, you know, me and John did point out that he said he was a triple major in college. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. <laughs> Which sounds smart to some people, but to other people, it sounds like he didn't like really do good at any one thing. Oh <laughs> my god. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. It's like when yeah. people put in their Twitter bio, like this is kind of almost understandable, but when your Twitter bio says that you're a PhD candidate, like I mean, technically all anyone is, really, I think. True. At this True. point. <laughs> I did almost so like before right before Street Fight hit, uh, I was about to go back into uh college to do the grad school thing. And uh I don't know, it just hit and I didn't end up having I said, mm, would I rather like go to college or do this? <laughs> and I decided <laughs> I'd rather yeah. do this. But of like course. uh I also figured I took the GRE and uh, oof, I did a really bad job on that thing. <laughs> and, uh, so I do look at PhD candidates as like, well, they, they did well on that test. <laughs> <laughs> they did well on that very hard test, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. It's like, do, put the PhD in there when you get it. Like, yeah. like let yourself have, you know, like it took people major is just kind of admitting that you're you have poor time management skills. Like, yeah, ultimately, and I didn't even like want to put. I it's funny we're we're gonna wrap it up, and this is how we ended with Matt. How I ended with Matt too. I didn't even want to put that I'm a podcaster in the bio in my bio online, and I also because it's that weird like. I don't want people to know that I'm trying, even though <laughs> yeah. it's very obvious that I'm trying, like I'm, I'm, you know, doing all this content and stuff like that. It's like super obvious you're trying, but you just even hate the idea of somebody thinking like, oh man, that guy wants to be successful. Dude, my, so my Twitter bio right now, we, we talked about Jawbreaker earlier this year on the show, who I think is, I hate that band. I think it's, so irritating. I think it's similar kind of faux intellectual vibes as David Draymond. But there was this review that we found from the 90s where like an old pitchfork writer called Blake from Jawbreaker, the hyper literate squatter bard of punk. Uh, and so I hated that phrase so much. It's, it's been living in my brain. So I made that my Twitter bio, hyper literate squatter bard. Uh, and now when people are mad at me about Starbies or Morrissey or whatever, they use that to dunk on me. So it's kind of <laughs> it's just all a closed loop, really, of trash. It's funny because, like, the way, like, uh, every time I do YKS or anything with Jesse, he will DM me and say, hey, why don't you post about that so I can retweet it? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want people to know I did a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's so just, good. It's shameful. It's, just, it's weird, man. But like when you when you come from like, you know, the new metal thing with me is true, 
But I also like I got into corn in 1994, like like just a couple months after that first album came out. So they were I saw them like 12 times before they got oh my God. huge before it was in an arena. I saw them 12 times in very small bars and shit like that. You're like and, a hipster uh, of new metal, literally. I was. I really yeah. was. I was like there for a, I was there for Limp Biscuits first bunch of dates and like I was into Deftones before a lot of people were and like um I like was proud of that at the time. That was like kind of when I figured out like well if everybody doesn't know what you're into like doesn't know the stuff you're into that makes you cooler than them. Yeah. And I think that's true. We got to bring that back. <laughs> I stop, I agree. Stop recommending cool shit cuz then the normies will find out about it. It'll ruin it. I I agree. And like I think that's what happens to guys like us where it's like, okay, I really want to be successful at this podcasting thing, but I don't want anybody to fucking <laughs> I I don't want people to think I'm like mainstream i remember when we interviewed pat oswald i was like so fucking scared that people are gonna be like what are these guys going mainstream now? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one show dude. <laughs> such a like old word to mainstream i know sell out you fucking mainstream sellouts dude you just name dropped machine gun kelly's album title mainstream sellout which i Is love really if we start talking about Machine Gun Kelly, I'm going to be here all night because I love him so much. I think he's so cool. But um. you're going to get people mad at you from <laughs> this show now. Well, we'll we'll end it up. Uh, Josiah, tell people where to find you. And I have to do the warning. As soon as we're done, I'm going to hit that end conversation button. It's just going to hang up on you. So I'm not That's being rude. That's so good. So you like you do zero editing whatsoever. That's so badass. Yeah, I get this done. I hit the button. It ends. I rip the I rip the video, uh, run it through VLC, and then send it to somebody to post it for me. Dude, that's the best. I, see, I I pride myself on not editing, but I've still made it, so I have to like plug in a theme song or whatever. Like it's bullshit. Oh, um, he'll put the theme song in, but like I I have always felt like like uh, I I came up the, when I was like deciding i wanted to do this you know i was a opie and anthony fan a howard stern fan and i think that the reason i liked that stuff is because it was live like yeah like anything so i like to do live to tape. i think live to tape podcasts are i did a guest spot on on a podcast and they weren't live and it was like a four hour record and like they were oh, all very nice that. people and i had and they have like time. a when they have like a breakdown of the running schedule idea for the show like that's insane it's that's it's like tough. that's so strange so anyways our show is it's basically less ed it's somehow even though i do some editing you know our episodes are about two and a half hours long usually we talk about a different punk song every week for the last two months, we've been talking about Fugazi every week, a different Fugazi song. Really, if you don't know what the band is, it doesn't really matter. It's just like two idiots goofing around watching YouTube videos together. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to give a little a little treat for anyone who listened to me on here. I'll let you know that for October, we haven't told anyone this yet, we're going to be doing The Offspring all month. And I'm very excited uh. because there's so, <laughs> that reaction that you just made is exactly how I feel. And I can't wait to... Uh, I I, mean, I, I hate those love, fucking guys. I love watching shit that I hate. And that's another like pseudo intellectual uh, front man. So it's going to be great. We're going to have so much fun. Uh, so it comes out every Wednesday night at 11.55 p.m. 
You can check out patreon.com slash 155pod or 155pod.com. Josiah, you're very funny. The 155pod is very funny. And uh, thank you for doing this with me. I appreciate it. Dude, thank you for introducing me to my new buddy, Buddy Brown. Buddy Brown and Sully's hometown <laughs> sessions. Exactly. I'm telling you, you listen to that hometown sessions and it will blow your fucking mind how bad it is. It just is yeah, like wait. a really famous guy that does the worst podcast in the history of the world. <laughs> but I will talk to you later. Have All a good right, night. Pop a perk in the booth, let my soul bleed I've been trapping, wearing the same clothes for a whole week Come to the spot, bricks getting stepped on with no feet Snatching off in a 392, don't see police Why these fuck niggas act like they know me? Like I won't bounce out of scat and get on feet Shit, crack it to the light, they won't search me Brick a dog, couple peas on 230 Swear to God I can shoot the Glock with my left hand Banging bags on the block, plug said I'm his best man Niggas broke, ain't have emotion, they need to stop it Any given day, light 10 up in my pocket. I got dog and I got fan, my little brother selling rocks My shooter got it, if and then he finna add another body I'm riding round on point, I got a brick up in his mind I got his bitch up in the mansion, tryna suck a nigga slob Big low came in, got a pusher with a dollar That nigga told on his game when they brought him in for a hundred I got emeralds on my wrist, and my nigga weigh a kilo I'm with bitch, kinda guap, pouring, walking the casino he flexing like he on his cars, but they hit him with the reaper. Ain't really hanging with these niggas, circle smaller than the people. Just shot a nigga mid range, yeah, I hit him with a free throw. I need a bitch to have some money, I ain't fucking with these weak hoes. J Dot in the hardest essay in the SRT. Nigga reach, he bite the dust and switches on the glee. 30 on my teeth, little nigga, it costs just to speak. You wanna eat in a scope, that's gonna cost you a fee. Just put a four in the cream, now I'm high as can be. I gotta watch how I drive, this dog shit on me. Dying piece, we just pop a perk, fucking with sleep. Wake up back on the road, another couple G's I had to cut off my dog, see he was catching fleas My sales off of the fence, hope he don't OD The price get higher when you drive them bitches OT My bitches drive me off some chicken, yeah, four piece I'm in a trap locked in, I ain't got no sleep My shooter walk him down with a layup, he don't shoot no threes That's W-I-N-L-C-Y